Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2,000 metre time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. It's day five of the 30 days of 30 minute rowing and I finally got a haircut. <laughs> After the growing my hair and beard from the Wolverine thing, I completely forgot to get the haircut. Anyway, today what we're going to do, less of my hair, today what we're going to do is we're going to do 10 three minute intervals with no rest. So basically we've got our half hour just going to break into three minute chunks. And what you're going to do is you're going to start at 18 strokes a minute, then 20, 22, 24, 26. Then you're going to go back to 18 again and then go back up to 26 again. Okay, so that gives you your 10. So you climb up the ladder and then somehow you get back down and then you climb back up again. Okay, so what then happens is that you increase your pace as you go through all of these stroke rates. So you start the, to the 18 strokes a minute at run about 2K plus 20 pace. And then each time you increase your stroke rate, I want you to go at least two seconds faster. So what should happen is that by the time you get to 26 strokes a minute, you'll be round about 2K plus 10 pace. Okay, so you'll have increased as you go through. And yeah, and so you will be faster. So what happens then is because we're in increasing this intensity and we get up to that 2k plus 10 pace this turns this into the mid intensity on my intensity pyramid okay this is a hard session you start off relatively easy because you're 2k plus 20 but because of that progression up into pace once you get to the 26 you'll be like oh i'm pushing it a little bit here but then you get to back off to 18 then you get up to 26 and you'll find that that ooh is a little bit more intense okay but it shouldn't take you up to max okay this is the point of this one is that it pushes you up, takes you away from that bottom tier intensity, which is just about um, building your core fitness. But it, so it takes you up into the intensity, but it does not take you up to max. Okay, so max we only really do one, maybe two times a week, um, and that's what maybe session seven uh, or day seven of the thirty days of thirty minutes will be if you're going to do a time trial. So today is just about pushing it a little bit, giving you a chance to work through the stroke rates, etc. But I'm going to talk about all of this stuff during the main row. There's no point in me top loading it here because we still have to get into our four minute warm-up now as always we set up our machine and we go to our drag factor first set that on a concept to where you want it to be i have mine run about 120 i also have a video on this youtube channel which lets you know about drag factor if you're not using a concept two, then just set the resistance or whatever you have so you've got a good old weight from the machine but it doesn't feel like you're having to heave it to try and get it moving okay Next up, if you can, set your monitor to eye height so you're not having to look up and you don't have to look down. And finally, your foot stretcher strap height things should be set so you're able to get to the front of the machine with your shins pointing vertically comfortably, okay? A good guide is that the straps go over the balls of your feet so you can set it there and then have a kind of an idea as to am I comfortably getting to the front or not and adjust as necessary, okay? So this warm-up, we're going to do run about 18 strokes a minute. And to start, it's just going to be uh, a good old push from your legs. So you can think about that point when your feet push or your foot push or leg push connects your hands to the handle. Okay, and then we can increase pace a little bit. So then, are you ready for this? Here we go into the warm-up in three, two, one. Let's go. So yeah, so don't worry too much about pace for the first minute or so. Just think about when you push your legs into the foot plates 
and the power goes in, are your hands picking up the flywheel or the water wheel or the whatever you're using at the same time? Because if you push your feet first, your backside scoots away from you, you lose power, and actually that kind of hurt my lower back. Or if you grab too early with the handle, you just can't quite get that snap of the, the legs in. It's like your arms are fighting against the potential power from your legs. So if you get them both at the same time, the power floods into the machine. And so what to do is, as you're working on that timing now, increase your pace so you're getting closer to run about 2k plus 20 pace. Now I've talked quite a few times about 2k pace so far. And what I mean by 2k training pace is that you row a two kilometer time trial and divide the resulting time by four. And that gives you the average time it's taken to cover 500 meters across your 2K time trial. And that is your 2K training pace. So if you did it in eight minutes 20, your average is 205. And then when I say row at 2K plus 20, you'd row at two minutes 25 pace. Okay, one more stroke here. And then let's put one foot on the ground. And we can do some single leg rowing. Lets you focus, strangely, one leg at a time. <laughs> but you can think about that push of the leg. You can really think about your back position too that you're only leaning in towards the front of the machine to one o'clock and then only back to 11 o'clock. Let's swap feet. And then continue with the other leg. Try not to over compress. It's quite easy because you've only got one leg strapped in to really fly forwards into the front of the machine. But you want to keep your stroke is similar to your main rowing stroke as possible. One more here, and then let's put both feet in, legs straight, and just row with your back and arms. So you swing over your hips with your back, and then you pull in your arms. Swing, pull, and then you release your arms, and then rock back over your hips again. Okay, it's really important. Well, I think I'm overleaning a bit here. Right, roll to the front of the machine with straight arms, forward lean, and just press out from the front. Not too hard, because what I want you to think about here is keeping that forward lean and straight arms. And if you push too hard with your legs, you'll end up kind of having to take the power so just hold this position, press with your legs so you can get used to driving out the front of the machine with your body weight still shifted forwards. One more. And that is us done on today's warm up. So as ever, what I've done here is, uh, if you're doing this on ErgZone, 
you'll just see the main session. You'll just see the half hour split up into three minute intervals. It doesn't have the warm up and cool down on it. They're sitting there ready for you to load up um, as you wish. And, and I know that not everybody uses ErgZone and not everybody uses the concept too. So that's why uh, I'm not kind of going on about it too much. So have a quick drink, Woo. which I will cover my microphone for again. Oh, nice and chilly. Um, keep on moving up and down the rail. I'll quickly just say one more time what it is we're doing today. Because again, there's no on-screen graphics on here, so you have to kind of remember. But then listen to me and I'll tell you what we're doing as we go through this anyway. So it's a half hour row broken into 10 three-minute chunks. We're going to start at 18 strokes a minute and at 2K plus 20 pace. Then we're going to increase to 22 strokes a minute and then 24 Sorry, we're going to increase to 20 strokes a minute. I'll just skip the 20s. We're going to go 18, 20, 22, 24, 26. Okay? And then uh, each time we increase our stroke rate, we're going to go slightly faster. Probably run about two seconds faster. Uh, you might want to skip and suddenly jump three seconds faster if you wish. It's up to you. But by the time you get to 26, you're probably going to be around about 2K plus 10. Maybe 2K plus 9 pace. Okay? And then once you're done with the 26, you go all the way back to 18 again, and then climb all the way back up to 26 again. Okay, so it's a simple session. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of that's what it is. So just remember, every three minutes you're going slightly faster. Once you got to 26, you stop, you reset, and you well, you don't stop. You go back to 18, and then you go straight back up again. Okay. Like I say, just listen to me. Um, if you do get completely stuck, even if you're listening to a podcast or something instead of me, just take a look at my stroke rate. And every three minutes, you'll see that it'll change. And that should hopefully be your guide. Let me be your guide. <laughs> Don't quite know who I'm trying to do an impression of there. Right, okay, so we're about to go. So if you're not already strapped in and stuff, then please make sure and do so. I'm really hoping I warm up. See this haircut? God, I've got a cold head now. <laughs> okay, then. Less chat and more rowing. Here we go, then. In three, two, one, go. So... We are starting at 18 strokes a minute and at 2K plus 20 pace. Uh, I seem to, sometimes it does seem to take a few strokes for your monitor to settle in and kind of display your proper pace and rate. Or maybe I'm just blaming the monitor and it's actually my rusty bones. <laughs> it's not quite a hidden pace. Let's hope not. But just take your time. 2K plus 20 is a nice gentle pace, really. So hopefully, as you find the rhythm of 18 strokes a minute, you will also start to match the pace. Remember, you can watch me for stroke rate. Can't do anything about your pace, I'm afraid. But just drive at the same speed that I drive at and recover at the same speed that I recover at. I should be running about two to one ratio where my drive phase is twice as fast as my recovery phase. I don't have a metronome, so I can't be bang on, but hopefully I'm close enough. All right, so as we get to two minutes in, 
hopefully you've really settled in here and remember as we go up through the stroke rates you do so by adding a little bit more of a push from your legs and what that will do is it'll give you a slightly faster drive speed which when you then couple that with a very slightly faster recovery too that should result in a faster stroke rate so you're still keeping a nice rhythm okay so both parts of your stroke increase and then your pace should go up with that automatically okay two more strokes one more then we're going to go up to 20 strokes a minute here we go so just slight more push with your legs and then should just feel that a slight increase in your rhythm has just naturally turned into a slight increase in stroke rate and your pace I'm a great believer of kind of natural rhythm and natural pace working together so it's like if I had my eyes closed couldn't see the monitor and was rowing at 20 strokes per minute at the right 2 to 1 drive speed and recovery ratio then I should be rowing at run about 2k plus 18 pace which is what I'm at right now and so then when I increase stroke rate I just naturally increase pace when I recorded the videos for the um, stroke rate pacing long rows that I've done on the channel that was a real eye-opener to how my pace just naturally increased with stroke rate it's all about rhythm ratio but importantly making sure that you are pushing those legs into the machine for the drive I talked at quite some length yesterday when it came to technique about various parts of the stroke but really that push with your legs at the front 
is the most important. Okay, two strokes. One more. And we're up to 22 strokes a minute. Slight increase of that push. So you have a faster drive speed. And it should hopefully have resulted in two or three seconds increase of your pace. And once you find that rhythm, just hold in on it. 22 is a little awkward. There's no real time reference to look at. Like 20 strokes a minute is one stroke every three seconds. 24 is one stroke every two and a half seconds. But 22, you just have to get locked in and then hold that rhythm. I seem to be jumping up to 23 now and then. Try and sort that out. So keep that forward lean and those arms nice and straight as you push your feet into the machine. If you can try to maintain the right technique through all of these different stroke rates, that will be how your pace, etc., naturally increases. If you start to do something weird, as the rate goes up, you'll find that because you're not using the same stroke technique, you're kind of, you don't have the consistency to just let your rhythm be your guide. That's, been, that's that guide word again. What am I on about with guides today? All right, almost there with the change up to 24. One more, let's go 24. So like I say, more of a push from your legs. Should find your stroke rate increases as is your pace. So I usually hit a natural pace of 2K plus 12 when rowing at 24 strokes per minute. And that is pretty much what I'm hitting today. 
So got two more minutes at this stroke rate and then we'll kick up to 26 and then drop back down to 18 again after that I can feel my lung, my legs starting to just tighten up a little bit I can feel my glutes and my backside saying hello that's mostly just pressure from sitting on the seat and not relieving the point that my sit bones are pressing into my glutes okay keep that rhythm going remember your handle away from your body really is a huge part of your stroke rate especially the fluidity get that handle away let it trigger your forward lean and then just bend your knees to roll to the front of the machine okay four three two one here we go the first of our 26 intervals now for some of you this may be getting up there stroke rate wise so really think about what you're doing in the handle so as you pull in to a finish let the handle come straight back out from your chest again at the same pace it's all about rhythm so it goes in out in out in out and get those arms nice and straight and let the momentum of your arms be what triggers your your back to come up from that layback into your forwards tilt again and then once your hands are past your knees your back should be tilted forwards 
So all you have to do is bend your knees to effortlessly slide towards the front of the machine again. And your arms and back will already be in that correct forward tilt and arms straight position ready for the next stroke all right then coming into the close of this first climb which I'm quite thankful for okay one more slow it down 18 strokes a minute ah. compose yourself try not to fall too much off 2k plus 20 pace maybe I mean I dropped to plus 22 at the transition and that's okay it's hard work dropping from that higher rate down to this lower rate because the thing is although 18 strokes a minute 2k plus 20 is an easier pace see when you just had the the edges rounded off you by climbing up that kind of ladder it's not so easy putting in that push of the legs to hit pace at such a low stroke rate and the thing is by the time you feel you've recovered we're going to start the climb again so we've still got a minute to go for you to compose yourself before we go up and so hopefully you'll get what I meant about how the intensity as you get up to 26 is definitely up there you're really pushing to hold on but that's just a couple of intervals within the rest of the row so although at the time you might be thinking this is more than a mid-tier effort overall for the row it all comes out in the wash as mid 
Okay, two more strokes. One more. Let's go up to 20. So one stroke every three seconds. More of a push from your legs. And hopefully you won't find it too tough to hit your pace. Now, ideally, you want to go through the same paces as you did on the last climb. So even though you may be a little bit more fatigued than you were the last time round, If you increased two seconds for the 20s, I want you to make sure I've done that again. Same for the 22s. If you increased three seconds for the 24s, I want you to do that again. Okay? So this isn't about backing off. Ideally, both sets of climbs will show the same pace average over each of the matching three minute intervals hopefully you're not breathing as hard as I am but again I'm playing the I'm talking the whole three, whole way through this card. <clears throat> okay, 20 more strokes. And then <clears throat> we'll kick up again to 22. But the good news is that's us got less than 10 minutes to go. It's another session where doing it this way really makes 30 minutes fly by which is what I'm trying to do with most of the sessions on this 30 days of 30 minute thing okay five four Three, two, one, here we go, 22 strokes a minute, and another two or three seconds faster. Oh, there you go, 22. Got the wind in my fur a bit there. Went straight up to 24. Can always tell when I need a bit of a breather. So when I start counting down strokes. But it is a little bit tough at times. 
in this session should really be taking all of us through a cardio workout as well as muscles which is part of why I say that your rhythm and pace is linked it's like you're putting the same amount of effort into the stroke but you're doing more of them per minute and that's why it feels tougher and why you're going faster I hope anyway remember technique as we come out of the slower 22s into the higher 24s and 26 it's all about that forward lean straight arms and push with your legs while holding your forward lean and straight arms pull at the end of the stroke not the start so your legs go push and then your arms go pull push pull push pull that really is the length of time at this rate that you want to hold your arms straight for okay two more one more 24 strokes a minute come on more of a push from your legs get that rate up now if fatigue is starting to set in one of the first things that will go is your posture you may have started with bonnie bonnie posture but either through fatigue or tiredness and muscle fatigue I mean you may be starting to slump at the back of the stroke or over leaning and crumpling at the front of the stroke so try to keep up on your sit bones as you come forwards tilting in no more than to one o'clock on the clock face and then as you drive and come into a finish you should still feel your sit bones connected to the seat rather than 
your hips pointing backwards and your tailbone tucked underneath you and obviously it helps as you start the drive to have a braced core and that's all of your core not just your stomach muscles your back too and the same goes for the finish a nice braced core and a powerful posture and don't overlean just 11 o'clock all right two strokes one stroke and here we go more of a push let's get up to 26 and run about 2k plus 9 or 10 endure posture and handle control will be what gives you your consistency at this higher rate so I'm never stopped during the stroke I constantly drive recover drive recover I don't hold the handle stopped at any point well maybe a tenth of a second at the front as I turn round but it's all about rhythm in and out use your body's momentum which will hopefully mean that you don't need to tug your feet against the foot straps to pull yourself forwards use that momentum of your arms away and your back rocking up and over your hips that's what will start you moving forwards so that all you have to do is bend your knees 40 seconds to go come on it's a tough part of the road but we're done in 25 seconds keep pushing with your legs stroke rate should stay the same just push with your legs 
We can get two more. One more. Oh. Well, that was fun. Let's <laughs> give ourselves a minute or so to just steady things down a little bit before we go into a two minute cool down. We'll see how my heart rate recovers. I finished at 89% of max, which I think was about 162. I wish ErgZone would show you your actual heart rate rather than a percentage of your max, or at least give me the option. Because unless I'm missing a setting, all it lets me show you is either the percentage of my max or the training zone that I'm in. And that as being I don't train via percentage of max or training zones, that means nothing to me. You can see it on screen, but you can't. So I finished just over 160. We'll give it a minute and a half before we do the cool down, which is in 15 seconds time. And I'm already coming down 106, 105. So yeah, all right, so cool down is going in five, four, three, two, one, go. So there's a nice, easy 18 strokes a minute. Pick a pace that you feel is intense enough that you're not just phoning it in. <laughs> so I'm like 2K plus 30 for me right now, or will be if I just go one second faster. Ah, two seconds. And then after a minute, you can start to back off the pace and just ease yourself to a much lower intensity. Remember, I say remember a lot. I need to stop that. It's like people that start sentences with, or emails with, so, as somebody that makes TV programs, it's quite irritating when you ask someone a question and they say, so in terms of, you're like, stop saying so. Just tell me your story. If ever you watch Graham Norton, it's a great indicator of that. Graham Norton does the red chair thing at the end. And he's like, oh, so tell me your story. Oh, that was a little bit of a Terry Wogan impression there. Oh, <laughs> oh there's all my Irish fans gone. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so he says, tell me your story. And pretty much everybody says, so it was a blah, 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 blah. It's like, you don't have to say so. You've been asked to say your story. Sorry, I am ranting. But I think we found today's hashtag. If it's just hashtag so, people might think I'm promoting a Peter Gabriel album. <laughs> okay, last stroke for me. You can continue to cool down, of course. Or if you're going to hang around while I say goodbye, take this time to stretch. Recommend stretching your hamstrings, your hip flexors, and your shoulders for a start. Then um, quads and possibly forearms, depending on what kind of a rower you are. I'm going to do a video eventually about stretching, but again, because 
have the constant output of these 30 minute videos. I have absolutely zero time for any extracurricular videos at the moment, unless I do like a one minute with my phone going, oh, this is such a stretch, which isn't gonna happen. Yeah, so, um, uh, uh, so yeah, stretch. Um, and if you wonder what I was on about the hashtag, maybe it's the first time you've seen one of my videos. I tend to throw out a hashtag at the end just so that people can prove to me that they made it this far. <laughs> because who knows, maybe you got 10 minutes in and went, God, he's Jesus, so Scottish. Which actually is ironically not true. Because I was, uh, I was born, I'm more of an Essex boy. That's where I was born. So shh, don't tell anyone, okay? All the Scottish people will come and get me. You don't want that. Um, I consider myself Scottish, to be honest. I've lived here since I was six. So it's like 40 years. I, I, I know I don't look 46, thank you very much. That's very kind. It's the haircut that does it, you know. I did yesterday with the hair. But hopefully I'll look younger with the short hair. Yeah, so I think because I've lived here for 40 years, I'm married to a Scottish woman and I've got two Scottish kids and I speak with this accent, I kind of figure I can call myself at least Scottish. And I kind of figure I'm okay to call myself Scottish. But again, maybe if I did those Harry McClary books, the ones I keep on threatening to do, read-along bedtime stories, um, Harry McClary was ready to play. It was a gusterous, blusterous, dusterous night. I should just do it. I wonder, I might get the video removed. The, the author might be like, eh, no, um, and remove it. But hey, why not? Apart from the fact that you guys are going to see that popping up in the feed, and then you'll be like, eh, what's going on? Anyway, sorry. I have, again, if you're new to my videos, you will find that every now and then I do go on slightly tangential journeys, okay? And this is, that was one of them. So I do hope you enjoyed today's mid-tier, I'm back on track, the, today's mid-tier workout. It really was, for, I mean, listen, for me, that was up there is exactly what mid-tier was meant to be and that it pushed me and then I got that kind of back and off and it pushed me again. And it's ex that exposure to hardship um, that I think is just so important is that you get used to working hard because if you just do a whole bunch of 30 minutes, 20, 20 strokes per minute, 2K plus 18, which are relatively easy, but then the other end of it is just you do like eye-bulging sprint training. Yes, that's lots of effort, but you don't really expose yourself to having to hold that intensity for a period of time. Whereas once we got up to run about the 24s, say halfway through the 24s in both of these, I was then like, okay, I've got to push through this. Um, it'd be very easy to go, this is getting a bit tough and stop. Whereas I had to embrace the hardship and kind of push through it. And it's just so important. And that's why I've got these 30 minute workouts is to try and have from a duration point of view and then often intensity point of view to give you that exposure to hardship. If ever, I mean, that should be the hashtag if I've not done it already is exposure to hardship. I should say that on the t-shirt. I just don't know if someone else has done it. Um, but yeah, that's vital, vital is that you get used to it. And that's, to be honest, that's been my problem when it came to racing is that I stopped doing this exposure to hardship thing. And so I started to then fear that intensity when it came along. And then that's what then bled into my 2Ks started to suffer because I no longer kind of had learned to embrace that and kind of and almost love it and to kind of say, this is, this is great. It's like from a cycling point of view, don't worry, my mum's done. From a cycling point of view, when it comes to going up hills, when I was a, like a cyclist, I used to love, I'd say I eat hills. It was like, I just loved going up hills, whereas other people hated them. Whereas I'm like, and I'd attack them, even though they were just as tough for me as they were for other people. The fact that I just kind of loved them meant that I just kind of hit them hard and then kind of get on with my day. And it's the same with, with rowing. If you're ever wanting to do something intense, you need to be able to embrace that and, and almost in a kind of a sadistic way to enjoy the fact that you're putting yourself through that. Because the moment you start to dread it, the moment you start to hate that intensity, you just start to not do it anymore. And that's what happened to me. And then I got injured and then it's now trying to build up that again. And I'm still fearful of it. So this is what sessions like this is, are, are about is to 
put you there so you get through it. So then when you come out the other end of it, you go, hey, man, I did that. That was great. I feel fantastic. I feel strong. I feel powerful. And I managed it. So mentally, I'm stronger because I've done it. And then you just keep doing that. And eventually, you just kind of go, right, I know this is going to be tough, but I'm strong enough for it. Okay, so that's the point of today's session. Probably something I should have said within the row rather than this kind of rather elongated outro. But hey, hopefully you've stretched by now. That's why I'm just thinking about your muscles and your ligaments. So, right, I'm going to say goodbye. Um, so thank you so much for being with me on day five. Wow, we're already on day five. Remember, Sunday mornings this at nine o'clock UK time, there is going to be a 30 minutes on erg race that fitness matters are running, but anybody can join. Okay, so on my Facebook group and on the YouTube community, uh, tab. I have the link with the competition code that you need if you want to do that and instructions on what to do with our grace, etc. It would be lovely to see some familiar faces on there. Um, they could do it all the way through November. In fact, they do it all the time anyway, but I'm going to be part of this all the way through November. So if you're there, I will see you on Sunday morning. If not, we've still got day six to come anyway, so I will see you in day six. Let me know whether you enjoyed this one. Hopefully you did because it was a really good old row. And um, yeah, it's Friday, spaghetti day. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Take care of yourselves, stay safe, be well, bye-bye. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com.